1: No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky.
0: Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.
1: For the Love of Pomegranate podcast is brought to you today in association with the Who Knows Wins app. Do you have somebody in your family or in your life who thinks they are the absolute Nostradamus of guessing all the scores correct and all the games getting all the results correct on any given weekend. Well, who knows? Wins app will be a way of you calling their bluff. What it is is it's a social sports game where mates, friends, family, colleagues you may name it can pit their wits against each other for real money but most importantly for the all-important bragging rights of being that person who knows just that bit more about sports than everybody else and you can use the app for free it is a free app to download from the ios and from the android store um, if you don't have a custom league that you've set up yourself don't fear you can always play in in-app leagues as well with the community that is there and you can join one of those just like this week's pick 10 league has a six pound prize fund that might be s- something that might interest you as well you can keep on top of all the live action within the application with live updates and live score updates in real time which is really really handy and so far, since its inception, over £2 million have been won on the application itself. Just a couple of things to mention too. You need to be 18 years or over to use the application. Application is available in the UK, so some of our listeners outside the UK may not be able to, to avail of this application. And lastly, please, 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 please remember to gamble responsibly. So thank you once again to Who Knows Wins Application. And now, let's go back to the podcast.
0: Uh, all for still. I think so. Do you want to bet against us?
1: Good evening, everyone, and welcome to a winning... Immediate reaction pod. Very, very few, far, few and far between recently. But I do apologise for the echo that you guys can probably hear. I'm doing this from my kitchen, and um, I'm on daddy duty at the moment, and also you might hear the cooing of a small child. But uh, who cares? We won two nil. Smoke face activated. I said that we'd win two nil. I was the, I was the voice of uh, what I, I was just the only voice of reason uh, amongst the crowd of. Uh, uh, of disappointment. That's the way I do feel about this game. Yeah, I'm only joking. I'm not an I told you so kind of guy. But I am. Um, I'm just delighted. I'm delighted we got a win. I'm delighted uh, that we looked steady. We looked solid. We look coherent. Um, things could have been better in some areas for sure. I'm still not on board with Ashley Young at all, at all, at all. Um, but apart from that, you know, I think that. I think this is kind of one of those that we needed to kind of roll up our sleeves and just get the job done. How are you feeling about it, Patty?
0: I feel a bit like your man in the ad that's just eating the Snickers. Are
1: you're
0: bad. I've been, I've been feeling, feeling Bassy. <laughs> no. <laughs> uh, I, I've been feeling a bit shitty for uh, for the last couple of weeks and then um he changes up the the system and you know, let's face it, without even getting out of third gear, we've won a match 2-0. But just the thing in the back of my mind is gone, why could we have not done this in the previous two games? It just begs belief. So I hope that's the end of it. I hope now we're looking up and forward and we've uh, we've stopped the rot and we've got three points. It was no it was nothing it was nothing uh nothing great, but there's three points in the bag and that is all that matters. Uh, Sam Bentley, thank you so much,
1: Sam. Really, really appreciate that. So many wins. Uh, Ali' goal to restore confidence, absolutely, and he took it well. He doesn't usually finish one-on-ones, which is fantastic for, to see from him, and it was uh, it was an opportunist goal the way he pulled everybody laterally once again, as I said, get people wide, specifically Veltman, got in around the back of him, stuck in the back of the net. Sansung showing that he still has a pulse. Young Tim coming on. Cash's goal was a beauty. Um, he, won't, he won't hit a sweeter strike all season. Actually, he got into another position during the game today and he hit an absolutely awful shot. It went to about 15 yards wide. But the big one for me that you mentioned here, Sam, is clean sheet. Clean sheet for sure. And it's interesting. Sam, have you hacked my phone or something? I just wanna, I wanted to ask you that because I text Paddy and I said, ooh, assuming it ain't 50 million worth in this in this performance, I thought he was decidedly poor to be honest with you, because uh, like that, he did. He fluffed an awful lot of balls. And uh, I think that basically he was pretty anonymous in the game um, for, for good periods. But, uh, you know, he can play well at times. But uh, thanks very much for that, Sam. Really, really appreciate it. It um, means an awful lot to us um, for your contribution there as well. But, uh, yeah, I think a big one from that one is confidence for Ali Watkins getting the goal. Justified the fact that he started Ings and Watkins up front. Todd Ings was a bit quiet, though. But uh, I think overall, when we were if we were to look at that performance, that was a kind of, um, like we went away from home to a team, a ninth, who don't tend to lose, tend to draw, and we made them look decidedly average, and that's the second time we've done that this season. Mm.
0: But again, we've looked decidedly average against three teams who are battling relegation over the last few weeks, so... Yeah. Um let's not paper over the, well, we've papered over the cracks, but let's not forget that, that that's still in the back of my mind. Um look, the little tweaks that he's been talking about making, he made them today. Kinda of like a diamond kind of formation. It worked well. Mm-hmm. Um I think I didn't interrupt you obviously because I don't do that, but uh you were talking about Basuma. I do that.
1: Yeah.
0: I think I think the reason Basuma was non existent was because we weren't trying to overrun the ball through the middle or 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 even involve him in the play. Catinho dropped off a little bit wide to pick up the ball on either side. And that was the closest they got. And and every time we had the ball, there were two players marking and Coutinho, And a lot of the time that second man was presuma So that's why we saw very little of him today. Yeah. But look, a win is a win as Ronan just put into the chat there. Sure. And um, I am very, very happy that we've got three points and we've stopped the rot. And mm-hmm. I'm even more happy that we didn't see McGinn and Ramsey deployed as fullbacks. I thought the, the two fullbacks staying further back the pitch made a big effort, a, a, it made a big change and a positive change. And it tells in the scoreline we kept a clean sheet. They never looked like scoring, they, it took them till 79 minutes to get a shot on target. So happy days.
1: Yeah. Absolutely.
0: A couple of guys there. There's, there's there's a lot of comments here on um
1: on Luis. Uh let's talk about him for a small bit and then we might get back to the diamond in midfield and just some of the things that I saw on a first watching with regards to it. I thought I thought Luis like you can see the difference in the team when you've got a pivot there. One specific pivot in Douglas Luis. Yes, he get, there was one absolutely woeful pass he gave. He passed it straight to Motor or Trossard or yeah. something, like literally just Passing straight to him, perfect pass to him. Um, but I thought he got around the field. I thought I thought he set a tone early. Yes, he got booked, but he took no shit from nobody. And and we haven't seen that from our players. The referee was joke shocked today. Brighton were disgraced in some of the stuff they were doing. What, what was, was remind me, me what he was booked for. What was he booked for? So he got tripped, so Trossard and himself came together. Yes, I remember. and then he got the ball, yeah. and then Trossard. Went through the back of him or clipped him, and then he got yeah. up and Trossard grabbed him by the by the shirt, and he pushed him away, and he got the other card, and Trossard got nothing. And yeah. if I remember right. now, maybe Trossard did get did get booked. I could be. I could he did be wrong get that. Yeah, he did get booked. Um, that, to, and, yeah. And, yeah,
0: actually, he did. Yeah, yeah. And that was just one of and you remember you I, the reason I asked is that, that he gave the ball away badly, and then couldn't commit to the challenge. And if you remember, he slid on his knees. Knowing that he couldn't put the challenge in and that was the end. He was he was taken off a couple of minutes later because he knew he had to pull out of a challenge and Gerard saw it yes. and went, Okay, let's get the change yeah. done. Um, and yeah. that was one and, and it's it's always nice to say this after after winning a game, but that was one of the worst refereeing performances I've ever seen. It was he was absolutely, absolutely I, awful. I have
1: to agree. I just thought it was like there's a guy who is like how would I how do I put it? It's like a fella who was just after getting his provisional driving license and he was ten and two on the wheel and he was yes. super cautious and booking for everything. And yes. I, I, I likened him to a science teacher beforehand. just the way he looked. Um, I do apologize to any science teachers because he was worse than refing a science teacher out there today as well. At times he, he got completely caught up in it. Um, and look, it doesn't matter. We won.
0: We won. I, I watched it on it. Um, on South African TV. I don't know who the co-commentator was, but, but he said, this referee is going to have a very sore arm in the morning from this Chanel yellow card.
1: I, I said the exact same one, yeah. That was It that was also the same stream. I think where they got Emmy Martinez and Emmy Bundia mixed up, and they said that Emmy Martinez made his uh, debut for Argentina against Colombia three weeks ago, and I was going, "Oh, there's a guy who <laughs> you <know>, that researcher's <laughs> got to get sacked in the morning anyway, because Martinez certainly didn't know he make his debut." Uh, I, I was flicking between between t- um, two streams, but uh, no, I think overall, Patty, uh I, I suppose overall there was a lot of a lot, loads of positives, and I want to get back and I want to talk to the. I, I don't want to talk about the ref because it isn't about the ref today. Um, but I want to talk about the positives of the, of the pivot in midfield and going back to Douglas Louise because when you have that pivot, that diamond, should I say, um, at times it turned into a 4-3-3. At times it turned into a 4-4-2. Um, and I think that it, it, still left, it still left Ings positionless, I think, within the team. And but, but Watkins got around the field. He was a bit better. We still found it tough to stick the ball up top. And Coutinho, yes. while Coutinho was dragging players around the place, couldn't get any space. A couple of times in the first half, we gave it to him. Essentially, couldn't get, couldn't find space. But um, I thought what, what what that allowed us to do was get Jacob Ramsey into the game an awful lot more, and um, obviously begin the other side with with Cash. So I thought that the net positives out and outweighed the net negatives. And as I say, it was a. It was a um, a building performance, I think. On what we've seen, as you mentioned, were the last two games were pretty poor. This showed that there was tactical tweaks and changes, which I think we all felt that we needed because mm. we had the, we only have the twenty players that we have, you know. So uh,
0: yeah, um, I'm going to mute. mute. <laughs> uh Neil leaving me at it. We'll go through some of the comments there. There was uh, um, boom, boom we got here? Yeah, this is my biggest problem. We get crap refs, and then decent refs against the big team who give all decisions against us. Standards are diabolical, hundred percent. That Jared Gillis was mentioned in in one of their Gillis or Gillis, whatever it was in uh, in in the last few weeks. He was uh, he was giving us two in in his first couple of games, and he had a stinker as well. Um it's this one here from Vichy. Thank you very much, Vichy. The man. The kids look better than anything <laughs> is is he talking about your kid <laughs> or young Tim? <laughs> um, Barry wants to know my thoughts on Louise. Well, I don't know whether you listened in before the game, Barry. We we had a bit of a conversation about Douglas Louise. I prefer to see him play in a more advanced role. I prefer to see him play as an eight, but the man is doing his best to play at six for us. So I'm absolutely happy with that. Um, I'm not saying by any stretch of the imagination that he's an out-and-out central defensive midfielder. He's not. He. Uh, uh, I said. I said in the team sheet tantrum that the best game I've seen him play was against Manchester City, playing in a more advanced eight position. So I would prefer to see him play in that position than the six. But as we've seen today, where where the system isn't choking him or dragging him out of out of out of place, he can just about get away with doing that job for us. And or. or I'm not having a bad word to say about him today. You're still muting, Neil.
1: <laughs> yeah, mutiny. More so than muting here at the moment. Um, let's talk about as well... Uh, oh, sorry, yeah, you've got another one up there. Yeah.
0: yeah. Uh, be happy you're saying swap Louise for Sanson next game. Uh, no problem with you playing Sanson in there, but not. I'm not saying that that should happen. Uh, I thought Sanson... Uh, tried a bit too hard when he came on don't get me wrong I thought he did okay but he wasn't holding that pivot he was running and, and, and getting himself involved as much as he could just to show what he can do um, I, agree, I
1: agree yeah and Sansan isn't traditionally a six anyway you know but um, look maybe we're trying you know maybe we're trying maybe against someone like Burnley someone who aren't really going to who's someone who's going to kind of stretch you stretch you wide as opposed to anything
0: else yeah yeah Uh, Jason's just clarifying there that that Cash took his top off to support his friend in Kiev. Jason, I have absolutely no problem with Cash taking off his shirt to support his friend in Kiev. but He could have done that at the end of the game. It just wasn't 15 minutes into the game, a game that we really needed to win, we could have done without a right back being on a yellow card after 15 minutes for nothing. It's one thing if he sticks out his foot and gives away a cynical foul, but if it, if it's for for taking off your shirt, I think there's something wrong. So yeah, I wasn't happy with that one at all.
1: Yeah, or do you know what the casting was? They were talking about it on about the rules that even if he just pulled his shirt up to display his t-shirt underneath, as opposed to take. So when the shirt fully comes off because of the delay of game to put it back on, that's where the yellow card comes from. So mm-hmm. um, you know, it's uh, if he just pulled it up. To display the message, and you, know, you often see him pull up one shot, pull down the other one, you know, yeah. that would have been fine. So, yeah. uh, but look, he's a right back. He couldn't have known he was going to score today, like, he must have thought it would have been fairy tale stuff, and so he would well, have never got a chance yeah. to show that off. But, uh, you know, but what you say is right.
0: You I can say, say right? I can safely say that 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 was reserved. He, he would have shown that after the match, um, which probably would have been the time to do it. And I, I bet you he didn't expect to score, as you said, um. What the 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 time to do it there? I I just left the living room there, and uh, Sinchenko is wearing a, a supportive t shirt, warming up. That was probably the time to do it for me. Or in in <laughs> he didn't have much time today because we were we were late late arriving to the game, which probably helped us in the long run. But anyway, there you go. It's uh yeah. Look, I'm to- I'm totally with him supporting his mate who's stuck in Kiev. It's it's absolutely horrific what's going on there. But uh the ref that that was the one yellow card the referee had to dish out. And he let he let some poor ones go before that, including um Lamptey stopping the ball on the halfway line with his hand, you know. <laughs> because it, because that was two or three minutes into the game, he didn't give it. Then he didn't give a yellow card for a cynical foul, and then he went card happy as, as we said, just booking everybody and, and, and going mad altogether. Um I'd like to talk about this one. It's mentioned a few times in there. I'd be happy you're on again today. Um, so, Ming's assist, what a ball that was. What an absolutely exquisite ball. Um, not quite sure how how good or bad the first touch was. Was it all down to the pass? I don't know, but what a pass it was. Uh, Defence into attack as quick as you can. Um, absolutely nailed it. Great finish. And uh, I was happy for Ming's. He deserved it. Um, going, Bradley, yes pull it up but don't take it off, 100% Um, what else have we got here so David Miller says better press, more bite in midfield and a better coordinated backline uh, we will get results if we keep up this, yeah 100% the big thing there with the better press was and um, we've been a little bit passive in the final third with the press, um, having one, I suppose striker, whatever, whatever way you want to call it today, having uh, Watkins and Ings split to do the press, put them under a lot more pressure to to, to go and try and uh, and pass through us, or indeed play longer passing out of defence. Um, Sorry about this now guys just trying to load these comments here oh neil's back
1: yeah i think i may have placated the princess um <laughs> ha- there's a comment there uh thanks so much rod oh i'm trying to find rod's comment there um there you thanks go so much, rod. really oh, really appreciate that technograph for that indeed uh <laughs> it's it, it's definitely one that we needed for sure we're on 30 points now, as I said before the game, we're three points behind Brighton with the game in hand. We win that game yeah. with better goal difference, we potentially could leapfrog Brighton up into ninth place. It's just the swings and roundabouts. We're not going to get Europe. I don't think that's going to be a situation that we can we can push ourselves into due to our erratic form. But our our uh, games in hand are against Leeds. We got a wallop in today. Unfortunately, I like I've grown to like Leeds. I know Paddy doesn't, but I've grown to like Leeds. We've got Leeds. We've got Burnley. Um, I'm, you know, they're 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 not they're not like, I don't want to say any game is winnable for Aston Villa at the moment, but um, you know, we could, we, we we need to build on this. is is what I'm trying to say, and I'm getting tongue tied, but we need to build on this. But thank McGrath for that indeed. And um, there was a question there. I saw it there a moment ago. Um, I think I think it is true. I think we looked a lot more organised today because I think I. I think the, the formation suited the players. Where is it there? It's from Owen Bradley. Uh, formation suited the players an awful lot better because they were able to get their own time on the ball. And they, the, the short triangle passing wasn't as prevalent today. But we were able to kind of mix up when we attacked through the centre and when we attacked down the wings as well. And it wasn't as predictable. So for me, I just like that. I like lack of predictability. Um, and t- today we didn't see the striding out of the centre halves. Kanza looked good. Um again today. You know, he looked he looked good when he came back. I thought he might might give away a penalty with a I know it was only a small push in Danny Welbeck, but like something mad like that I thought was going to happen in the game. Um but thank God he didn't and uh you know it didn't affect the game. So mm. uh, but yeah, for me we look more, more organized there for sure.
0: Yeah, Rod Rod put this one in as well. Happy for Ollie, hopefully it helps him kick on. Rod, I've been saying that all season. He needs something to help him kick on. He hasn't progressed. I'm hoping that he'll get a kickstart because we know what he's capable of. It just hasn't happened for him all season. Um, Like, we all really like Ollie Watkins. I went in on him a few weeks ago because I felt it just wasn't working out for him and it needed to be freshened up. Um, I think Daddy Ings is a better finisher. I don't want to sound like a broken record, but that is my opinion and I stand by it. But when I saw him take the ball down today, I thought he had probably taken a little bit too heavy of a touch to put it, or, or too light of a touch, which kept it underneath his uh, underneath his feet. But he got it out and, and put it past the keeper. Absolutely brilliant finish. So credit where it's due for sure. Thanks so much, Nathan. Really appreciate it up the villa. Credit to
1: Gerard. I was sceptical of when Dia being dropped, but that's why he's the manager. But Ali and Cash needed that. I'm going to go a small bit further on that one, Nathan, because if it didn't work out... <laughs> I'm sure to think what we'll be seeing on the podcast today because Bundia, as I said, had been pretty, pretty fruitful up until, uh, up until he was being he was dropped, but it just showed that we were going to go more wider, I think, or we were going to try and run them around, especially with a back three. And, uh, it worked today. And Ollie Watkins got the goal. Um, and he was the man essentially who came in for Bundia. But we have a squad, we've squad 20, we will use them. And that's good to see. Good to see.
0: Yeah. Um, the the one thing about like he he made his decisions today and he stood by them i think the biggest decision he made was changing the tactics and and for me if we'd have drawn nil all today i'd be as happy as i am now because it's just an improvement he made the attempt to change what he badly got wrong in the last couple of games so to to go and grind out a 2-0 win um is absolutely it's it's great to be here talking about a win considering like we we didn't get out of tour gear today. Absolutely didn't get out of tour gear. We didn't see long we didn't see long burst and runs from full backs or McGinn or Ramsey for that matter. It was just a simple performance that we did effectively and got two goals, and um, I'll, I'll, I'll albeit two two strange enough goals in in where they came from, and and the long ball from Ming for the second one, but. We'll take what I would have taken one 0 I would have taken one nil in, in the ninety sixth minute, but um it was comfortable. They never looked like breaking us down. Um I, I don't know. I don't know where they're going, but what they have, they they're after Capitulating from the start. I think if you remember rightly, Neil, I tipped them to go down this year and they're early rare, They're rarely, but for the early few games, I, I think they would be back down in that trouble because I think they've they've drawn twelve games, which is kind of them. Afloat.
1: They've drawn twelve games, and the last four of their last five, if I'm not mistaken, hmm. the last four of their last
0: five.
1: So yeah. you
0: know, yeah, so it, um, it, it, it's definitely relegation form that they're in. But I think they might be just too far away to get sucked into that. Well, I should hope so because they're ahead of us. <laughs> who would have thought that Dan Burn was
1: the was the player that was holding it all together for them? Since he's left, they've. Uh, since they've let, since he's left, they've gone down downhill, and Newcastle have gone upwards. You know, yeah. and, and at times I turned around and said, "Why the hell is there a fellow six foot seven playing left back in the Premier League?" But uh, proving me wrong every time he steps out in the field, Dan Bourne.
0: <laughs> well, in fairness, in fairness to Dan Bourne, if you had an option to go and play for your hometown club, you you jump at the the opportunity, I'm sure. So they were never going to stand in his way, and that's fair enough. I just think he can't find a settled team to go and play. His way every week, um, it's, you know, between like the centre-half position. They're playing two different centre-halves every week. Uh, Cucurella was very deep. It was it was kind of like a back three with him on, on the on the left side of it, which I thought was very strange. It was great to see him held back there because, you know, as I said earlier, he destroyed us in that first game down the left-hand side, right in front of me in the whole thing. So I was glad to see him push back a lot further. Uh, Lampty struggled to get into the game, I thought. A couple of fleeting minutes here and there, but not a whole pile. But, uh, yeah, I I, I genuinely think that they've a lot of work to do to to start getting a few results. And and I think there are a few tough games coming up ahead.
1: And I'm still muted. Exactly, exactly.
0: So, I think... Uh, I think we might leave
1: it there, guys. Uh, like as I say, it's there's there's lots we will be back to do a proper preview of this or uh, we might come back and we might even bring out the tactics board again to see where things happen. We might when we'll I watch it back a second time um later on this evening. But uh thanks so much to everybody for for popping on after this. Really, really appreciate it. If you could give us the thumbs up on on YouTube, we'd really appreciate it. Just a couple of things before we go is uh Owen bradley i agree with this as well with the formation we played today it means when the um, Bailey can play in it as well if we need to change personnel and um, yeah. and there was another one there uh, from pete tandy as well credit jarred for changing the system and i think there is credit due credit you due where, where it is you and then lastly rod i'll take your word for it uh, i take your word for it, specifically when you're trying to do a podcast. Um but uh yeah. <laughs> guys. so and, uh, leave it there guys.
0: I'm watch out watch out for a review where we'll give away a yes. TikTok villa box set. Check them yeah. out on all their uh platforms S I C sock. Yeah. I'll spell it this time, <laughs> um, and we'll give that away on on the on the review show whenever we get around to doing it. Absolutely, thanks so much, everybody. It's great to see a Villa win. We're
1: up the table. We're in twelfth position now, thirty points. I would have to think that that keeps us safe from relegation. Obviously, you know that we're ten points after after drops on. Before you start to hear tears in the background, thanks so much <laughs> to everybody, and all that's left to say is
0: up the Villa, up the Villa.